everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, Russell Jackman, and when we come back, we have, we're going to have a very, very special guest. Uh, Jim, the rookie Morris, uh, if you remember the movie, The, the Rookie with uh, Dennis Quaid, uh, we have the real Jim Morris on. Um, so we're going to ask him a lot of questions. It'll be kind of fun. Uh, we'll, we will also ask a sports trivia question uh, at each commercial break, and the uh, theme based on our guest is going to be baseball. All right? That'll be kind of fun. Um, and then uh, if we still have some time after uh, our interview with uh, Jim, we will talk a little uh, baseball also about the Japan versus USA. So we're recording the show on Tuesday, and I believe it is today that the game is being played. So we'll, we'll, we'll be, we don't know what the outcome is going to be yet, uh, but we'll talk about that. A little March Madness, uh, a little uh, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, um, who's putting up Chamberlain-like uh, numbers for the Kings. And uh, good old Roger Goodell, they can't pay that guy enough. And, you know, and then also find out like, what's going on with Lamar Jackson and then anything else you guys want to talk about. Um, usually, usually you guys pipe in when I'm, uh, I'm doing this intro, but uh, uh, nothing to cricket. We hear crickets. You guys are just watching right now. All right. Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments yielding over 7% secured by real estate. And with what's going on in the banking crisis, holy smokes, it seems like real estate's about the only place that you can go to feel comfortable where your money's going to be at. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. When we come back, we're going to start interviewing our special guest, Jim, quote, the rookie Morris. Don't touch that dial.
Looking for a healthier and more sustainable lifestyle? Get the tools for a happier and stress-free life at the 20th Annual New Living Expo, April 14th through the 16th at the Marin Center in San Rafael. Explore over 120 exhibits both indoor and outdoor and visit the Mind Body Spirit Village by the Lagoon with many activities all weekend long. Take part in body movement classes and check out the special outdoor music pavilion. You can also enjoy exotic samples from our special tea garden. Visit the meditation tent and enjoy our gourmet natural food court. There'll be a Friday night free movie screening of the documentary Gratitude Revealed and check out over 100 speakers, including acclaimed authors John Gray, Matt Kahn, Evan Alexander, Carolyn Casey, Emmanuel Dagger, and many others. Meet the authors all weekend at a special book signing at the bookstore. Go to newlivingexpo.com for details. That's newlivingexpo.com. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund. Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me steady monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You, too, can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Do your current investments have you on pins and needles? Let's talk about an opportunity to earn 6 to 10% on investment through real estate secured debt. I'm Mark Honf, CEO at Pacific Private Money. For over a decade, our clients have been earning at above market yields secured by California real estate. Here's what our investor Carolyn had to say about investing with Pacific Private Money. I've been a highly satisfied investor with Pacific Private Money since 2014. I'm impressed with their competence, integrity, and transparency. Even through recent uncertain times, it was comforting to hold an investment that didn't keep me up at night while offering a reliable return. In seven years, I've never regretted investing with Pacific Private Money. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444 or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, Russell Jackson. And I'd like to introduce our special guest, Jim Cope of the Rookie Morris. Um, famous movie from the year 2002, right? With uh, Dennis Quaid playing uh, Jim Morris. We have the real Jim Morris on. Jim, welcome to Sports Econ 101. Thanks, Edward. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So I, I, we've had guests on who, uh, like Lee Steinberg, you know, for the uh, Jerry Maguire movie. And I always start off with this question. How accurate was the portrayal? It was about 85% accurate. And Dennis said, if you can get that out of Hollywood, take it and run. <laughs> absolutely. Seriously. Yeah, Quinn so, would know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really funny. My dad 
played for the 2001 Oakland Athletics and the Moneyball obviously is the big baseball yeah. movie now. But when that ha- whenever that movie comes on, him and his buddies always start a group chat from that team and say how ridiculously false everything is. Just everything yeah. A through Z. <laughs> it's like so and, and hardly any mention of the three aces on that no, team. It's not like they had the three best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. So it, it was really funny. So that's really reassuring to hear that they were pretty true to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Dennis said it, as he was tr- as he was trying to get the part, there were a bunch of people who wanted to play me. And I was astonished at all those people. But he goes, if you see anything being filmed that you don't like, you tell me and it's out. And he was true to his word. So he wow. was awesome. We're, we're still friends today and chat back and forth. I know he's got Reagan coming out next month. Oh, and yeah. I look forward to seeing what kind of rendition that's going to be. But, man, he was all, class act, class act. Well, the first thing wow. I had to do was find a left-handed pitcher, right? Well, not really. They were talking about having mirrors and throwing against a mirror or something and oh, reversing wow. it. Oh, <clears throat> Because at first they were like, hey – Maybe Kevin Costner, and I've already been warned by all the Rays. They're like, if you let him do another baseball movie, <laughs> we'll hunt you down. <laughs> well, I, I think that I think Dennis did a great job. I tell you, my, my favorite part of the movie is, uh, and I, I love that. But I actually really love that movie. It's really, you know, it's all wholesome and it's just a really good feel good story. Uh, my favorite part is you know throwing the baseball against the uh, highway sign. Not again, you know, not against it, but you know, yeah. did that really happen? No, no. <laughs> Hollywood, man. Hollywood. Okay, and, and for for the people out there who, who may may or may not remember that part, uh, uh, I'll say Dennis Quaid because he played the actor, right? He played. He he stops his truck. He's trying to think. Gosh, can I really throw? Uh, you know, enough for the big leagues. And uh, he sees one of those highway signs that that mm-hmm. measures your uh, miles per hour. He thinks. Wait a minute, maybe I can throw a baseball and see how fast that'll go. And when he, he throws it, he only gets up to 75. But then as he leaves, the, the seven turns magically into nine because it had a bulb missing or something. You know, that's, that's yeah. a, I tell you, that, that's still whether it's true or not, that's a great part of the movie. Well, what's funny about that is I drove by that sign every day. I taught science. I did not think, hey, if I throw a ball, maybe this thing will light up screenwriter did it and Dennis loved it and I'm like well okay there you go I threw against a radar sign yeah I can confirm that as a kid that was 12 years old once um <laughs> I threw a ball past a speeding radar in my neighborhood it didn't work it didn't register yeah. so I was like oh this this movie it's lying <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are DPS or they were they're all retired now they were all in DPS in Texas right mm-hmm. highway patrol and after I came back and quit, they got me. They all played softball together. I went out there and played with the tournament. And they're like, dude, do you know how many signs in this state are dented because of you? Wow. <laughs> that's really cool. That's awesome. Oh, that's funny. I mean, you're that not supposed good. to throw at the sign. You're supposed to throw, you know, didn't they, yeah. didn't they watch the movie? Or are they that's that bad an aim? <laughs> well, you know, uh, maybe most of them were left-handed and they didn't know where it was going. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, Jim I have a question for you um, so obviously a huge moment in your life is getting the call and going to the show right Right. How many? I, I'm, I'm curious how many people reached out to you from when you got called up to the big leagues compared to when the movie came out people showed up Johnny Oates was alive then 
God rest his soul. He led 150 people in the game that day that had ties to me on my call up. And so there were people I went to college with, people who went to high school with me, my kids I hadn't seen in three months, my high school kids I hadn't seen, kids I coached against, but I made a promise and their coaches got buses at three o'clock in the morning, drove to Arlington, nine hours to be at the game. People who coached with me, I mean, all kinds of people showed up. The last count I had, there were over 10 million people at that ball game. Wow. <laughs> Everybody's wow. like, hey, I was at that game. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> famous old, I was at that game, which is great, though. I mean, you, you want that in a way. Yeah. It was great because, you know what, it ended up being at a great time because um, we'd already filmed it, and then 9-11 happens. And then oh, yeah. we have their premiere in New York. And while we were filming, Disney would come by, Dennis and I, every so often go, hey, if you could have anybody dinner with anybody you wanted to, who would it be? And we're just naming people. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. We get to the premiere and we have dinner at the 21 Club and they have 21 Hall of Famers there to have dinner with us. Wow. And, that, and they had already seen the movie and I didn't even know they had. And like. Willie Mays asked for my autograph. I'm like, are you, what? What? Wow. (laughs) And I was just, I was stunned. And so I'm like, well, can I have a beer? (laughs) (laughs) And then there were those those moments in time where you're just like, all I did was pitch 21 games in the big leagues. And, but it meant a lot because it put the story of baseball back out there after a big black eye and stuff that was going on back in the nineties. Yeah. And I think it was a good time. Disney was so worried that it was rated G and was wholesome. They sent Dennis and I on a tour around the country and in the Disney jet. And by the way, that doesn't suck. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're flying to all these cities, including San Francisco and Oakland. And we would show up. And this is where I found out that I'm, I'm, I'm good being a guy, right? Cause 3.30 AM makeup call. I can't do that, man. I'm not getting right. up with makeup. <laughs> and, and then you show up at the airport and you forgot to take your makeup off and everybody's looking. I'm like, whoa. But, <laughs> you know, when my dad was in the military. We lived in the Bay Area and I watched Vita Blue. Mm-hmm. And so that's who you wanted to emulate when you were a kid, right? Vita Blue, Louis Tian. I tried that for one pitch and that was it. Yeah. Uh, Vita Blue is Vita Blue and Louis Tian's Louis Tian. And that's just how it is. Well, that Louis Tian trying to turn around, is a, that's a whole different yeah. thing. But then, but then Vita Blue shows up at this deal where Dennis and I show up, introduce the movie, chat with people, and then people view the movie. And it was just awesome to get to meet people that I grew up watching who emulated everything I wanted to be when I was a kid and I wanted to be a baseball player. You know, <clears throat> people go, well, I, I don't like baseball or I don't like football or sports yeah. saved my life, man. My dad was in the military. It was rough everywhere we went. At 15, I was 6'1 and 120 pounds. So um, I got picked on. And I was one of the better athletes in Florida before I moved back to Texas. And it took a lot of friendships to help me get through the day because I went to a very rough high school in Florida. And it was the athletes who saved me. And we're not talking about color and we're not talking about language. We're talking about the athletes, no matter what color or what language they spoke, protected me because we're a team. Yeah. And that's why I've always liked sports is because the team aspect, it doesn't matter. If you can do the job you're there to do, you're accepted. They may not like you, but they respect yeah. you because you can do what you're there to do. 
Yep. Right. That, that's awesome. We're going to continue on. We come back from a uh, break. So here's our, <clears throat> excuse me, our first trivia question talking baseball. And again, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. All right. In the uh, 2009 Hall of Fame, uh, we're talking baseball again, three players were inducted. Jim Rice of the Red Sox, Joe Gordon of the Yankees, and which speedster who wore 13 uniforms at different times through his career? All right. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, the 2009 Hall of Fame, three players were inducted. Jim Rice of the Red Sox. If I wanted to make the trivia question hard, I would have asked, name all three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so uh, Jim Rice of the Red Sox, Joe Gordon of the Yankees, and which speedster who wore 13 uniforms at different times throughout his career? Stay with us, Sportsecon 101. We'll be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, Russell Jackman, our special guest, Jim Close, the rookie Morris. Is that okay if I introduce you that way, Jim? Yeah, I'm kind of old to be a rookie, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the famous movie, The Rookie. All right, uh, our first trivia question. In the 2009 Baseball Hall of Fame, three players were inducted. Jim Rice of the Red Sox. I loved watching Jim Rice play. Uh, Joe Gordon of the Yankees. And which speedster who wore... In fact, I don't even remember Joe Gordon, but uh, who, which speedster who wore 13 uniforms at different times throughout his career? Anyone? I'll take a wild guess. Ricky Henderson? Yeah, Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know who else wore 13 uniforms. You know? <laughs> All right. So we are in the studio. We're, uh, we're on the Zoom studio with uh, Jim the Rookie Morris uh, from the uh, famous movie The Rookie. We have the real one here rather than Dennis Quaid. It would, actually would have been kind of fun to get both of you on. You know, it is uh, fun when we when we tag team together. People love it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, again, I like the little I still remember the movie. I hadn't seen it probably in 10 years, but I still remember a lot of it was the part about how uh, the coach calls you in. You think you're going to get uh, axed. And, and, and he says, not only, you know, you go in, but you get to or you get to bring in your uh, uh, your colleague, your your, your teammate and, and you. Um, did that happen? Here, here's the deal. After the game, we got knocked out against the Charlotte White Sox. And whoever wins the game goes to AAA World Series. They kept us all together for a reason. We end up losing. It was 2-1 to one when I came in. It was 2-1 after Bobby came out. The season's over. We're going home. Bobby's from Texas. Bobby Munoz, I'm going to Texas. Here we go. The manager comes up and taps me on the shirt. He goes, I need to talk to you. Now, I've been an athlete my entire life, football, basketball, track, all of it. When I wasn't doing that, I was coaching it. And so I've kind of got this sense of humor that some people might not get. And he tasked me on the shoulder and I looked around the locker room and I said, I don't think so. He goes, why? I said, the last six guys you talked to are all crying right now. And I choose not to cry. (laughs) He just laughed. He's like, come on. (laughs) And then he pulls me in and he goes, you're going to be in Texas tomorrow. And I was stunned. And, you know, from my locker into his office, I processed all this, right? Six months prior, I'm teaching in a classroom with 30 kids. I'm coaching 63 kids. And then now I'm going to the big leagues because of those kids at a time when I never would have tried it again. You know, at 28, I had a surgery in which they said, you will never, ever pitch again. We cut 85% of your deltoid out. Can't be done. And, and then you come back and you're not throwing 87 anymore. You come back at 35 when you should get out of baseball. You're throwing 98 to 102. And that just, I was stunned. The fact that those kids were hitting it stunned me even more. And I'm like, they were hitting that. No wonder we got knocked out against a guy who couldn't throw out of a wet paper bag. 
<laughs> we're out in front of everything. I'm like, geez, bunt the ball, do something. They're just like whiffing. I'm like, okay, put somebody in that throws hard, please. But we were out. And, but because of those kids, when I pushed them, they pushed back and we made each other better. Again, team. And I think our country could take a look at our sports programs across everything right now, especially the World Baseball Classic. Look how that's brought people together from all different types. And I love that because now it's a worldwide thing and people play everywhere and people are getting the opportunity to play that may never have, you know, back when I played the first time back in the early eighties, they said that the guys from South America, either here's a baseball, here's a gun. And so they wanted to play baseball and they're like, you know what? We're great athletes, but you should see this other guy who chose not to play. And he was even better. I'm like, wow. But there's so much talent out there. I think no stone needs to be left unturned. We can find it's not always the best talent that hits the field. It's the people with the heart. You know, it's it's people. It, 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 basketball is kind of it seems the same way. You hear these uh, professional athletes who say, yeah, I was good, but you should have seen this guy on the court, you know, when I was yeah. playing pickup ball or whatever. And just mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, it just didn't happen. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, Abdul Jabbar in an interview with me told me that he could just pick guys like like four other guys from like you know Rucker Park when he was when he was playing in New York, guys that you've never even heard of, and those guys would have just been ballers. But you know, life gets in the way; they go a different path, and they just never get discovered. And and Jim, to your to your story there, in just doesn't matter how big a superstar there is in baseball, manager, whatever get. They all remember the call-up story. Yeah. All of them, like, like yesterday, they remember it. Yeah. Well, here's the deal for me. On the day I get called up, I have to sign my contract before I go in the clubhouse. They gave me 10 days meal money, cash, which was more money than I made in a month and a half of teaching. And I thought, I could get used to this. Then I walk in, there's Wade Boggs, Jose Canseco, Fred McGriff, Roberto Hernandez. And then I'm out on the field for my first day in the big leagues. And I look up and we're in a circle and standing in front of me is Jose Canseco standing next to me is Wade Boggs on the other side is Roberto Hernandez. And next to him is, is Fred McGriff. I'm like, wow, this is totally different than being in a classroom six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you can't even put it into words. And they're like, they asked Dennis, a bunch of people go, why did you take this story? He goes, because it was true. If they just made it up, it would be so farcical. You couldn't even begin to think about yeah. making it up. He goes, but it happened. And I knew when it happened, I wanted to play it. And I thought, wow. Oh. That's awesome. But getting back to the stories about traveling around. When I was 10 years old, we lived in Connecticut. My military all-star baseball team got to go watch the Red Sox and the Milwaukee Braves play. Who was on the Milwaukee Braves? Hank Aaron. Yeah. Hank Aaron signs a ball for all of us. Wow. And I remember sitting in a left field stands looking down at the field going, if I could play on that field one day. Now, I was a kid, so if you've seen Sandlot, guess what happened to the ball? Yeah. Um, we lived in Connecticut. It snowed a lot. We ran out of balls. I ran in. I go, I got one. It was ruined in 30 seconds. Uh. I'm closing after the movie comes out because of Russell Athletics and, and what Hank Aaron did for them. He and I closed closing bell of the stock market one day. And I'm telling you my story. And I am looking at an idol of mine because of what he went through of things that we will never, ever understand 
and yet could go out every single day and be the best at what he did. And that to me speaks volumes because even just getting cursed out by a kid is a lot different than getting cursed out by 40,000 people at Yankee Stadium. Now, there were some creative people and there were some cool things, but there was also some things that if you're not strong minded, you're going to get your feelings hurt pretty bad. And that's going to affect how you play. He never let that affect him. So I'm telling him the story and I told him what I did with the ball and he puts his arm around me and he just starts laughing. And I thought, my idol has his arm around me. That yeah. is awesome. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, for, I mean, I remember, I remember, still remember so I tried to take a picture of uh, Al Down, Downing, I think it was, pitching to him in 74, just thinking about how, I mean, how getting death threats? I mean, even, of course, Roger Maris got death threats too, but it's like, you know, death threats for, for beating someone's, you know, record? I mean, come on, what's this world coming to? Gotta be yeah, ridiculous. Well, I remember when I first started working in the Bay Area, a uh, few years in, the Giants signed Barry Bonds, and he just happened to win the MVP the year before with the Pirates. So uh, uh, the, the next year happens, Bonds is in a Giants uniform at Candlestick Park, and Hank Aaron is there to give him his MVP award. And for whatever reason, I happened to be working that day for my TV station, and I had to do a live shot from Candlestick, and my guest is Hank Aaron. That's awesome. And I, somewhere... Somewhere in the bowels of that TV station, the, 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 the interview was lying around. But if you looked at it, I look all calm, cool, and collected interviewing Harry Garen as he's telling me the hardest ball he ever hit was a candlestick, and it never went out because it was open air and the wind blew it back. But up on the inside, I'm jumping up and down. I'm like, hey, man, you know, holy expletive. This is Hank Aaron. This is baseball. Uh, yeah. You did the same thing with Willie Mays, too, didn't you? Mays? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. How could you do that? Yeah, man, to be able to sit down and just talk to them and interview them and ask them their state of mind in different situations, that would mean the world to me because holy smokes, man, that's history. Yeah, well, you'll appreciate this, Jim. My uh, when I was 14 years old, my uh, mom's great uncle uh, told me about how he used to watch Hannes Wagner play. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, he goes. Yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh. We used to go and watch. We we called him Hands Hand Wagner. <laughs> I was like, gosh, I watch. How does Wagner play? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, when we were kids, um, I mean, every everybody idolized Willie Mays. So if you got, you know, if you got to pick a uniform number, number twenty-four. That was the first thing you automatically pick. Yeah, and you wanted somebody to hit the ball over your head so you could run and try to catch it over your head. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And usually got smoked in the back of the head trying to do that. Yeah. Hey, guys, going to get to our uh, second trivia question here. Okay, so far, you, you as a team, you guys are one for one. All right, uh, this one's a little harder. Uh, the American League catcher, this, excuse me, this American League catcher won his third batting crown in 2009 in only six seasons in, in the big leagues. Who was this? A little harder. Uh, and if you need a hint, I'll give you a hint when we get back. This American League catcher won his third batting crown in 2009 in only, excuse me, six seasons in the big leagues. Who was this catcher? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't press that dial. We're going to be right back. 
The Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga is offering 25% off all rooms this season. The historic Art Deco Hotel located in the heart of downtown Calistoga features welcoming accommodations, beautiful outdoor space, a pool and mineral springs jet spa, walk to restaurants, tasting rooms and shops, or relax at True Spa Calistoga. The Mount View is everything you love about wine country and so much more. To reserve your room with 25% savings, visit mountviewhotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. The Bay Area's favorite tribute to Tom Petty. Petty Theft brings their 20th anniversary tour to the Mystic Theater in Petaluma, Saturday, April 8th. Petty Theft, for an evening celebrating the music of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Petty Theft, a show not to miss. Tickets are on sale now, available at mystictheater.com. We all know in this current real estate market, great deals are hard to find. We may have a solution for you. If you want exclusive off-market real estate deals delivered to your inbox every single month, then you need to sign up for Scottsdale REI's Trade Desk by visiting scottsdalerei.com slash trade desk. Scottsdale REI delivers exclusive access to off-market mortgage notes like performing loans, non-performing loans, and even REOs every single month. Just head over to scottsdalerei.com slash trade desk and sign up. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo, Jr., Vernon Glenn, Russell Jackman, our special guest, Jim, quote, the rookie, Morris. All right, uh, our second true question. This American League catcher won his third batting title. Thank you, F.P., for correcting me. <laughs> Not crown, as in triple crown. Uh, in 2009, in only six seasons in the big leagues, who was this catcher? Anyone? Bud Rodriguez? No, anyone? Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer. Yes. Joe Mauer. Okay. Joe Mauer. Very good. All right. Excellent. So our special guest, Jim, the rookie Morris. Um, how did? I'm just trying to think of like you know. Again, I I I only know you from the movie, right? So that's all everyone has to kind of kind of go. You seem like um, a pretty good guy though outside of the movie. 
Let's just put it that way. Well, you seem like a you. really, really down to earth, awesome dude. Like this has been a fantastic conversation we've had with you. Well, I appreciate it. I will tell you one other thing that I got to do when I was watching Hank Aaron play at 10. I also watched Carlton Fisk. Mm-hmm. When I was with the White Sox for a short period before I got pneumonia and hurt my arm, I pitched to Carlton Fisk on the sidelines. And so being 10 and watching the man and then being able to pitch to him was amazing. And, you know, watching the big red machine and everybody back in the seventies and being able to do it in person was just baseball has seen us through a lot in this country. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to keep that reputation and opening it up worldwide. I mean, look at Shoyatani and Trout going head to head for the world baseball classic title. That is, that is a, a fitting ending for a great tournament. Oh my goodness. And can we expand on that a little bit? It's going to break the records today. They're estimating more than 70 million people are going to watch that game. That's more than the 1980 world series, which broke the original record, by the way, 50 million people watching. So this is absolutely incredible. My question to pretty much everybody here is, do you think the world baseball classic is going to be more meaningful than a world series one day? Possibly. It has the potential to be. Sure. Uh, as, as the game becomes even more worldwide, of course. Yeah. Now, do you think they'll expand the final to rather than just a one game elimination, maybe they'll do like best two out of three or something? I think they'll keep the World Cup format because it's been uber successful so far. But I'd love to see more countries involved. And I think we'll get to that point eventually as the game yeah. expands. Absolutely. Not to sound like one of those get off my lawn guys, but uh, I'd like to see a series because to me, a series really shows you who the best team is. Mm. Shows you depth. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one game or just kind of again. You know, it depends on also who gets hurt. You know, that's, that's a, right. That's a big thing. Well, well, Jim, I have so many questions. I mean, I, I know the show. Uh, Edward kind of drives the bus, so so I just kind of like jump in whenever wherever I can. But I I am curious on, on the left handers today. Just. Uh, Give me two or three. Will you just, will you just like, you know, from, from, from how they go about their business, prepare, delivery, whatever, professionalism, just, just who do you like out there among, uh, the, among the left-handed pitchers on the bump? There are so many young, talented guys that I just like to sit back and watch. There was a lefty yesterday and I thought that guy looks like he's filthy and he ends up getting ripped. I'm like, whoa, okay. And a lot of it has to do with just like I go back to heart and head and guys who can overcome something like you give, you go up and you give up a, a double off the top of the wall and immediately you're in a bunch. But the calm guy is the one who goes, I'll just get a double play, whatever. <laughs> and then, and then rolls it over. But there, I mean, Nestor had a great year last year. I don't know that that's repeatable, but he's tough minded. So maybe it is. And there are some kids on the West in the West coast that I absolutely love. And you're going to ask me names. And every time everybody asks me names, that's why all my kids in the classroom were sir and ma'am. Um, <laughs> I just love watching. Okay. This is a oxymoron here a little bit. I don't like travel ball to the extent that it's being played because I've coached kids who have, by the time I got them for Baseball America's tournament, 
have played 140 games in a year at 15. That's ridiculous to me. But then because of travel ball and all the competition, these kids not only know each other and grow up with each other, but they end up being incredibly talented. And so it's the good and bad of it. I think it's too many games. And yet on the other hand, for those that come through it, they've pretty much wiped out. I'm just going to play because I love the game. I don't plan on going anywhere. This is, this is going to pay for school. This is going to pay me eventually. That's the mindset they go in with now, instead of it just being a love for the game. Doesn't happen very often, Jim, but uh, there's more and more of these two position players that emerge. And when I think of that, how in awe should we be of Shohei Atani and what he's been doing? Yeah. You know what? He's got a teammate right now in Japan. That guy is pretty talented too. And, but what he's done, I don't understand having the mindset of a starting pitcher. And then, oh, by the way, I'm going to hit for myself too, whether we're in the American League or National League ballpark. And, oh, when I'm done with this, I'm going to play in the field. That, because the guys get sore or they have their routines and they want to keep it the same, they don't open themselves up to that very much. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like me when I went to junior college, right? If they took me there to be a pitcher and the UT was going to get me a year later at this junior college and it never worked. I wanted to play the outfield, right? Cause I can hit all pitchers can hit. <laughs> well, the first ball hit to me in right field. We had a 30 foot tall fence in right field. I went back on this pop-up Ellis Burks is playing center field. The ball hits the metal wall, hits me in the back of the head. And sometime in between the, the inning, I had B had gotten in my glove and, and it stung me on my middle finger as I got hit in the back of the head with the ball. So now I'm embarrassed. And our, our junior college coach calls timeout and I see him walking out and I just hear Ellis laughing and I'm like, oh no. I turn around and Jack, our coach, has a full set of catcher's gear and he comes out and he sets it on the ground and he goes, if you want to stay in the outfield, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I'm a uh, pitcher. Yeah. I, love junior college. I, I play junior college baseball too. And the stories, man, oh my goodness. It's baseball at its best, I think, because it's yeah. very competitive. Guys are trying to fight for something, but the things that happen are just crazy like that. Like, absolutely. It's like, take people snipe hunting. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I got a good story to tell you off air because I can't tell it on air. Oh, okay. Oh. But, you know, <laughs> he's always got a lot of stories to tell off air. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned about the travel ball because it really, it's amazing what it does for the parents. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we, we almost did not only, yeah, not only the money side of it, but just the time involved. And, you know, cause we, uh, my daughter played uh, softball and she was, a, she was a very good softball player, good third baseman. And it's probably the genetics of my wife's side. Her dad played for a little bit for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Her mom was a big time ballerina in uh, New York. She had a good combination, you know. Um, but the th so then we kind of looked into doing travel ball. And then I said, and I mean, she was, she loves softball, but not enough to do. She goes, Dad, this isn't going to work out for you or me, you know. So, you know, yeah. but, but for those parents who really can invest in it, it's just. Well, here, here's the thing. If you have talent, if you play in 10 games a year, somebody's going to find you. They found me in Brownwood. We didn't even have high school baseball. 
Major League Baseball will find you if you have the talent. NFL will find you if you have the talent. Basketball will find you if you have the talent. You don't have to play 200 games a season for somebody to see you. I don't understand the wear and tear on young people's bodies when they're not fully developed yet. The best summer of baseball I ever played, and I'm 28 years old now, so this was about 10 years ago, was American Legion. I played American Legion, and it was the best. And one of our pitchers actually got drafted by the Detroit Tigers from American Legion. So you can still play American Legion baseball. You just pay rent for your uniform, and you represent your area code. I I highly recommend that to anybody that's looking to play baseball because the talent is still out there. It's really awesome. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Jim about you know travel ball and fifteen, you know, fifteen year olds playing one hundred and forty games, and it just reminds me that you know I had a couple of friends who, uh, one guy was actually drafted by the White Sox, but you know, he threw his arm out in, you know, he's throwing, he's throwing in the, in the high eighties at, at 17 years old. And, you know, and, and, and the coach, unfortunately, you know, but I think coach, I don't know if coaches have changed, but back then it was like, we got to win. I mean, I'll, I'll, I want you to pitch every day, you know, if, if possible. Right. And, and it's just, it's just and when, sad. And when you're a kid, your knuckles can be dragging the ground and the coach looks at you and go, you ready? Yep. I can throw. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. It's a different time now. I mean, I was talking to some college coaches and they're recruiting kids that are 13 years old now, like, That's... like big, big time schools, big yeah. time schools. Uh, it just crazy stuff. A few contracts for 10 year olds. Yeah. 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 So Jim, how did you, because again, you got uh, back in the big league, you know, uh, later on in your life, how did, how did you, how were you able to take care of your body? Oh man. See, that's the funny part. That's what got me out of baseball. Yeah. You guys ready for a story? Yeah. Sure. We got a couple of minutes. Go ahead. And in, in 01, I was with the Dodgers. Jim Tracy brought me in. Frank Job signed off on me. He goes, I don't know what you got up there, but you throw hard. If you figure it out, tell me I'll be rich. And I'm like, you are rich. And, you know, I got to meet Sandy Koufax during that spring training and hang out with him. And I have to tell you, He's kind of big, not as compared to today's athletes who are all like, I'm a six, nine pitcher, but Sandy was a big man. His fingers went halfway up my forearm when I shook his hand. Wow. And I thought, wow, no wonder you could pull on it like that. But I went from LA throwing, running, lifting and hitting every day. And in five days going from there to Florida where they still had spring training, I couldn't play catch. When a guy would throw the ball back at me, I was petrified. When we did bunting drills, I couldn't bunt. The guys were tossing it underhand to me, and I couldn't make contact. I taught this. And five days ago, I could do it. I ended up getting scared. I thought, if I throw the ball up there like as hard as I throw, and somebody hits it back at me like Stanton harder, I'm done. It's going to hit me in the mouth. And I quit over the next 15 years, 80 surgeries, ended up being diagnosed with Parkinson's. And so this was all starting as I was playing early onset Parkinson's. They said from too many concussions and oh, the next 15 years were just misery, but I got to play the game. I love, they made a movie out of it, which there's no way I can play. There's no way they're making a movie. I thought comedy, maybe. Okay. If John Candy was still alive when I weighed that back in the beginning, that would have been it. But Wow, no, that was it was a rough time, but I will tell you now, I do not have Parkinson's anymore. They've done their nuclear test on my brain. They wow. took the implant out, and I'm good. Good for wow. you. Well, Jim Morris, thank you so much. 
It's been an absolute Absolutely. pleasure. Uh, we'll definitely have to have you on again. We're going to cut to Absolutely. our last trivia question here, see if you guys know this one. The great Willie Mays left baseball in 1973 after 22 seasons with many awards. How many Rookie of the Year awards did he win? That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook 
Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo, Jr., Vern Glenn, Russell Jackman, our special guest, Jim Morris. Uh, okay, third trivia question. The great Willie Mays left baseball in 1973 after 22 seasons with many awards. How many Rookie of the Awards did he win? Anyone? One? Yeah! <laughs> sort of a trick question. Yeah. You can only win one. <laughs> 1954, of course. Yeah. You can't win more than one. I, I thought maybe I'd catch someone going, you know, think, thinking it was more like an MVP type thing. <laughs> oh, no. And isn't that funny? And, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, he only wins one World Series, and that was it against the Braves. They were, yeah. you know, 4 and they were, they were not favored. Well, Jim Morris, it's been an absolute pleasure. Stay with us. Here's our thoughts for the day. You guys ready? <laughs> so my dog accidentally ate a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. So I took him to the vet. No word yet. <laughs> I got <that> one. <laughs> Okay, one more. And my dad son, jokes. <laughs> my dad jokes, exactly. My son asked me what it was like to be married. I told him to leave me alone. When he did, I said, why are you ignoring me? <laughs> <laughs> and for those that. of us who were married, you'll get it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, Adios. America. So long.